Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Why Did I Ask For Chapter 22. Oh. Um, that's right. I'm back. I wasn't going to leave you with just Pat and Tip. I couldn't do that to you. That's yeah, just that's rude. kind of dangerous. Right, it is, you know. Uh, so we're running on a three-man crew. Uh, as usual, I'm your host, Dan. With me is Pat. Hello, everyone. And Mr. Tip. Yep, I'm back. So that's it. We're running on three. Yes, they. we were the only people that the old folks home pushed out immediately and said, you're not welcome here. <laughs> so we have our stretchers yeah. and our Something iodine. about medication abuse and I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's pretty nice there in Canada, though. You get free prescription meds. You just kind of walk into the corner store and mm-hmm. say, mm-mm. No? Not true. Oh, no, okay. that's not how it works? How does it work? No, we don't get free prescriptions. You have to have um, health coverage, health care. Um, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, <laughs> hmm. You have to have a benefit program set up with any one of the number of agencies that are in Canada. So it's like friends with benefits, but health care with benefits, without yeah. benefits. I mean, more often than not, your, your, your employer will provide you with a benefits package. Hmm. Uh, so they'll sign you up with the company and then, yeah, essentially you pay nothing. Uh, sometimes, depending on your coverage, you'll have to pay like a dollar or two. But So in America, <laughs> our health insurance covers everything. Mm-hmm. And yours is government run, but the government forgot medicine? What? Uh, I'm trying to... No. <laughs> so the, the free health care is just like... For average run-of-the-mill stuff, like emergency room trips, um, walk-in clinics, shit like that. Like, we don't have to... Have you been talking to my mom when you say run-of-the-mill emergency room trips? Uh, No, that's just... I've explained this on the podcast before. I don't don't know how it's it's done most of the world, but when we have an owie, we (laughs) we go to the emergency room. So, just like everywhere else in the world. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I remember mentioning that somewhere and people were like, what? What do you, why would you go to the emergency room? Well, like I, it was completely foreign. I'm like, because that's just where you go. The walk-in clinics close at like six o'clock. So where the hell else are you going to go when you hurt yourself? See, I, I guess like for me, the way it's always worked is, okay, first is the emergency room. Well, first is the doctor, then the emergency room. And if I'm too hurt to go to the emergency room, my mom will just stop and be like, hey, we're at the fire department. They'll help you. Fire what? Department. <laughs> my appendix is about to burst, but don't worry. They have the tools here necessary. Well, no, it's... Um, you got an axe, right? Cut me open. What, what happened, it's actually a really funny story that my parents won't let me live down. So the world deserves to know. Yes. <laughs> Why not? You were playing would- tag on top of your roof with Julian. No, no, that's another story. Mm-hmm. So I was maybe four or five and we were at my aunt's house and we were swimming. And I couldn't get the the cap for the sunscreen open. So being an American and ingenuity and all sorts of stuff. I you decided, stuck a firework in it. No, I used my tooth. 
Oh, God. Well, yeah, that makes sense. As you would. Yeah. yeah. And and somehow my lip, when it popped open, it created a vacuum and sucked my lip into the little hole for the... <laughs> and my lip immediately swelled up. So I had this, like, sunscreen thing hanging off my mouth. And the only reason my parents found out is because for, like, five minutes I wasn't making noise. So right. Their minds immediately went to the, the boys quiet and it's not dark. Something's wrong. Mm-hmm. And um, as most parents do. Yeah. So they came and they found me and I guess I was sitting in the corner or something and my mom freaks out and my dad's like, okay, well, we'll take them to the clinic and they're driving. And my dad's like, well, crap, it's 4th of July. Clinic's not open. So then it's like, okay, well then emergency room. And my mom's freaking out more and more. And I, couldn't tell you where my mind was. I was too long ago for me to remember, but eventually the decisions made that they're going to stop at the fire department. And you know what? Firefighters got that thing off my lip, gave me an ice cream cone, showed me the fire truck and all the stuff and had the police interview my parents. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a wonderful summer. That's a nice fuck you to your parents at the end there. Well, that's, uh, I mean, I was at the emergency room often enough to where certain doctors knew that, hey, don't call CPS because this kid's mm-hmm. just stupid and it's going to hurt himself. And, uh, you know, every so often a wild card was thrown in there, a new doctor or something like, oh, well, I don't understand how he could have done this, but. Yeah, so I was now, one of those kids. When, when did it become anybody else's fucking business what happens in your house? Hmm. Like, when you were a kid, or that would be when we were kids yeah. uh, around the same age, at least in my town, like, you watch what you were doing no matter where you were because the neighbor, you know, halfway across, well, the neighbor, somebody your mom knows halfway across town would whoop your ass just the same as your mom would. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, I agree. And nobody called fucking child services unless, you know, <clears throat> gee, those parents haven't been home in six weeks and that kid's still wearing the same diaper. Maybe we should call somebody. But nowadays it's like you fucking sneeze on your kid and you're like, I'm calling fucking CPS. Like, go fuck yourself. Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it that that topic, right? I don't want to get into it because that that topic fucking irritates me, but like People, get off your fucking high horses. You have no idea. Obviously, if you're going to jump to, I'm going to call Child Protective Services on you, you have no idea what it's like to be a parent, to have a kid. The fact that that kid is still upright is probably a win that day. (laughs) Yes, and and I'm going to say that I wish we didn't call CPS a whole lot because there are times I'm at the grocery store and Mm -hmm. I Uh just want to smack some random kid. Uh Uh-huh. Because, I mean, you're in line. It's like, oh, I want these chips. And the kid's throwing a bitch fit. So, you know, guess what? I, I, I decide not to go down the aisle and get chips. And Tip brought up a very interesting angle on this. And it makes me kind of feel like this is what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Is that if, let's say, for instance, a kid becomes annoying to you. And at, by association, you're annoyed by the parents. Maybe you call CPS just to kind of poke at the parents. And because the kid's annoying. So... These, you know, self-entitled little I feel sorry for myself people are saying, well, I'll show them. I'll just call CPS on them and tell, make up something. Maybe get a lot of these false allegation calls. And that's how it happens.
Well, no, what's happened is But now regardless, we live in, it's yeah. none of their fucking business. I know. My point is they're intentionally being an asshole about it. Like, they know it's going to ruin your day, mm. so they do it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's going to ruin more than just your day. Yeah. It's <laughs> but, true. But, because I mean, they, like, the slightest fucking bit of trash outside the trash can that your two-year-old for whatever fucking reason decided to dig out three hours after he threw it in there <laughs> will set off a fucking social worker like what are you doing what are you feeding your kids garbage like no do you have a two-year-old yeah. motherfucker's arm is halfway in that garbage can 90 percent of the day <laughs> well I get feel like lid. we're learning something here today tip <laughs> Fuck. Maybe I don't. My, maybe I don't want to have kids. Maybe here's, you're. Here's what we're learning. My first kid, my daughter, mm-hmm. she was a wonderful child. Was in okay. comparison to the fucking spawn of Satan that is her brother. Oh. <laughs> you know what's when funny? She Pat? Hit... I ahead. bet you. I bet you, Dan, and my parents could have the same exact conversation about. You know relative to children well let's let's hear if your prediction is true dan continue your story please okay so when my daughter hit the quote-unquote terrible twos right Mm -hmm. um her her, the only thing that we had trouble with was she liked to eat cat food Mm -hmm. um so she would sit in the kitchen in front of the cat dish and just go to town we're like stop eating the cat food how do we deal with this (laughs) eventually she just grew out of it because we gave up trying to stop her Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um my son gets not just the dish but he'll go back to like i have like one of the it's a plastic tupperware basically that's meant for holding cereal Mm -hmm. um so you dump your cereal bags in there to keep it fresh longer i use that for the cat food anyway he'll go get that whole fucking container Mm -hmm. yeah and he'll eat out of it Beside the water dish, <laughs> while he adds, it's like he'll take, you know, two or three bits for him, and he throws the rest of the handful in the water dish. <laughs> and then once he's had enough in the water dish, then he starts scooping it out of the water dish and eating it that way. <laughs> I think the, the, the like lesson Oreos? here is that kids will eat anything. Yeah, I mean... It's not even just like that's the tip of the iceberg with this kid. Like the worst thing for my daughter was the cat food thing. Yeah. That was the worst of it. She never acted up. She didn't like she's always listened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's getting to a point now, my son, where he he's figured out how to open doors. Oh, no. And so he can open any door because he knows how to turn the doorknob now. And he can open the fridge. <laughs> now, oh. the fridge wouldn't be a bad thing protect the beer if he actually ate what he took mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's going through a thing he'll he'll take a yogurt and bring it to me i'm okay fine i'll get him a spoon he immediately throws the spoon away paints <laughs> paints himself with half of the yogurt takes two bites and then throws the rest in the garbage <laughs> and then goes back to the fridge for something else which he takes two bites of and throws out and when you say okay that's enough stay out of the fridge he immediately walks back to the fridge door <laughs> and puts his hand like an inch from the door of the fridge and stares at me. <laughs> and I say, and I say, Ethan, get away from the fridge. And he smiles at me. And I say, I swear to God, you touch that door handle, I'm going to break your arm. And he smiles at me 
and grabs the door handle. <laughs> and is this when CPS shows up? They they don't need to because I can restrain myself, but that's the point where I think I'm going to fucking choke this kid. Yeah. <laughs> or are you just sick the daughter oh, on Oh, my him? God. He is hitting the terrible twos like Hard. nobody's business. He's oh, like, man. he's picking up the slack from his sister. It's fucking awful. Now, I have a question for you. What's the age difference between the two? Three years. Three years. Yeah. There's no reason I had that question. I just... No. Well, you know what the thing is, though? And and this is going to make me sound really old, I guess. But I remember when I was a, when I was a kid... And I used to do crap all the time to piss off my parents just to test them. Like you're te- you're testing your boundaries almost. Mm-hmm. I, I I once slammed a door in my dad's face when I was like I think about two or three years old, mm-hmm. and and I, I used to do that all the time. Like I would I would not like something and I would yell at him. I'd slam the door in his face. And one time, <laughs> my mother tells me that uh, my dad just cracked up laughing and he was in the middle of getting angry at me. But I guess he saw so much of himself in me that mm-hmm. he just started laughing like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this is continuing somehow. Well, like, well, like, here's the thing. Like with me, I always knew I could get away with murder when it came came to my dad, mm-hmm. which is well, funny. I mean, there was that one time. Yeah. There, it's funny because everyone looks at my dad and he's an old, gruff, mean looking man. Biggest teddy bear you've ever met. He's a frightening man to he's care what frightening. you think. Yeah, they they say he's frightening, and my friends don't talk to him, and I don't know why. He's he's a teddy bear. Mm-hmm. My mom, my small little petite, always smiling, <laughs> very nice looking mom. I did not dare try anything against her. She's the one that would tore me apart. It's always the little ones you gotta look out <laughs> well, for. Dad, does does uh does your son uh, test uh, your wife like that? Oh yeah, he doesn't yeah. care who it is. Uh huh. He'll so do the same shit to everybody. It sounds like he has some American blood in him. That's how, what I'm hearing. He might. I'm not sure who his father is. But, Goes you know. to the fridge, <laughs> takes out the yogurt, takes a bite, throws it away, <laughs> goes back to the fridge. No, we like, had a fucking. You you know what? I almost fucking threw him out of the house the other day <laughs> <laughs> because he did this on fucking purpose, and I know he did. Um. We have we buy yogurt cups for him, um, just because he's at home, and we buy the yogurt in the tube for my daughter because she's in school, mm-hmm. and it's just easier rather than sending her plastic utensils or metal utensils that she'll lose. Um, yeah, we just God, send her with the tubes. God forbid you put a fake knife in there. Well, that's the other thing too. Yeah, <laughs> can't br- it, did this thing brush up against a peanut in the last six years? You can't have it. Anyway. Um, so we, we have the tubes for her, but he likes the tubes as well. So I'm like, fine, you can have a tube. And I opened it for him. And he took a bite. Or whatever you would call that. And he's like, oh, that's good. And then he runs over to the fucking to the garbage immediately, which is three feet away, turns the tube upside down and squeezes it all out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I, I, almost fu- I almost threw him. <laughs> Boy, do I have the perfect... I have two more people that'd be perfect for this type of conversation. This is the type of stuff that Jeff and Chase and us were talking about for so long. Well, I guess Chase is barely starting... He is my friend from the Jackass Express podcast, for those of you who may not know. And he just recently had a son also, whose son, his name is Andrew, which is, by the way, why I didn't name my kid after Drew for, mm-hmm. for the last podcast. There's that podcast. whole thing, huh? Mm-hmm. We're not going to get did into you, that now. But here's my yeah, kid. Don't, for that? don't let 
don't let Jimmy know that. <laughs> Jimmy. Look, focus. But the thing is, now his son has barely learned the word no. And oh, yeah. he has the benefit of having multilingual parents because one's from Taiwan, one's from America. And he's learned how to say no in several languages. So we're so he's it's starting not like to... Spanish where no is just universal. Well, you say no and then you automatically know two so languages. I'm multilingual right? too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Two languages and a goat, I believe. Can you speak goat? Anyway, the point is, it's scary <laughs> to me because we're. I can start to see, and I'm sure he's starting to see, that point where the kid's developing past the point where you know you can't really, like, you can't discipline them because they're not going to know anything. But Oh, that's see, bullshit. You, well, I'm talking about, like, my kid's age, like, where he's barely, like, going to become one, and he doesn't understand if the concept. If you want to discipline no, he your one-year-old knows. child, I'm going to call CPS. You're going to call CPS? If you what? If you discipline your one-year-old child. Well, no, but see, there's a line. No, 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 no. There's a line between, okay, because punishing, they're not going to know what's going on. But correcting their behavior is totally different. Like, if they started walking towards my freaking TV, yeah, that there needs to be a redirection somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But if, you know, they go up to the TV, but then you make them sit in the corner for an hour, they're not going to know what the connection between the two dots is. Now, if they're in their terrible twos where they're clearly uh-huh. under. See, that's where that's where an older sibling comes in handy. Oh. <laughs> now, I agree with you. Although, again, my daughter was a very easy kid with everything. She hardly threw a fit ever. Um, mm-hmm. But she does get in shit every now and again. Yeah. And. We I give her a timeout, which means she has to go sit on the stairs. For and my thing is, however old you are, that's how many minutes you get. Mm-hmm. So she's five; she should know better. She gets five minutes, but she has to go sit on the part of the stairs where she can't see the TV, because otherwise mm-hmm. she just goes to the stairs and watches TV, and it defeats the purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So because of that, he knew by the time he was maybe I don't know a year and a half what going on the stairs meant. So we were able to give him timeouts as well. Oh. Hmm. But I, I tell you right now, and my wife has said it, and I never believed her up until the last couple of weeks when he really started this shit. Had he been born first, we would have but one child. Really? <laughs> we would not have had another child. My it's parents as if say it's the that same bad. thing about me. <laughs> I take it as a compliment. <laughs> but tip when they had you they didn't stop at you they still had three other kids because they had to try and get it right oh my gosh <laughs> that says a lot about your older sister i'm gonna tell her that. <laughs> wow but i mean well, go ahead the thing with my parents is they never wanted any kids mm-hmm. and they got five whoops that's usually yeah. how that happens they know what was causing that i'm saying <laughs> but but you know they didn't want any kids and for mm. a long time, like with me and my older sister, I think my parents were like trying to figure out what to do. And then, you know, it just it got to the point where my dad's like, you know what? I'm sleeping on the other side of the house. You guys are on your <laughs> own. <laughs> and um, so bad. It's, it's <sighs> just one one of those things where I had a big family. So I don't know if I thought I could get away with a lot more or or what. Well, but you were you the guys, only boy for a long time, right? So, I mean, you got yeah, away with I, a lot. I could get away with murder. The reason my dad doesn't have a beard is because you I was three it. years old. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, I was three years old. I took gum out of my mouth and I just smushed it in his face. 
because wow. that's the type of kid I was. It was like, you know what? I'm done with this. Me and your son have a lot in common, Dan. <laughs> it seems that it, it's, yeah. that makes sense why Dan keeps yelling at you too. I mean, <laughs> look, I'm I'm not gonna say that I was a perfect child either. Yeah, I distinctly remember, and I didn't uh, I didn't know I was sick at the time, but I distinctly remember spitting directly into my uncle's face. Yeah. Mm. Um. Apparently, I I don't know what I was sick with. I think it might have been hay fever or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, and he was doing this thing where he's waving his hands in front of my face, like, which hand am I going to get you with or something? Yeah. And I just fucking, and spit in his face. Uh, <laughs> turns spot. out when you do that and you have whatever it is that I had, um, that person gets scarlet fever. Oh, shoot. Oh. <laughs> so what so you're saying is you all had I remember fever. after that is he was sick for weeks and like, he would show me his hands and his hands were just peeling like the skin was peeling off of him. Uh, like it was bad. And, but I mean, but I did it. I and was a all kid. Dan what, could think know. was, yeah, that's why you don't mess with me. And then yeah. one of my other uncles who used to give me money all the time, because we never see him a lot. Yeah. He's always out of town or he lived out of town. So it, like when I would see him, he would always, whatever change he had in his pocket, he would give it to me. And then one time that I saw him, he didn't. And I guess I took offense to it. But it wasn't like, hey, I'm not giving you any money. He he just never did it. Yeah. And then I was like, hey, you want to see something cool that I learned? And I I put my my hands up and I was waving them at him. I'm like, which hand am I going to hit you with? Which hand? And then I kicked him right square in the nuts. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh. He did not see. He went down like a fucking ton of bricks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I can't help but feel like Dan's like the makings of the perfect mafia boss here. <laughs> I mean, every time you see this uncle that you spit in his face with his peeling hands, you just go no, up no, to him and be like, different, hey, that was a different hey, you remember one. this? And then you start licking your lips. And then... No, the uncle that I spit, when I spit in his face, I felt really bad about, I'm really close to that uncle. Yeah. Uh, the other one, not so much. Like during so Christmas, didn't really do you go me. get him a nutcracker and be like, hey, you remember me? No. <laughs> I would totally do that. It's a good idea though. Yeah. yeah. Nude family no, tradition. You know, my, my childhood was not as interesting as Dan's. I disagree. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm thinking back and I'm going to have to disagree as well with my own statement. <laughs> there you go. Good Once job. again, I would like, I would like, I'm going to people... have to say that. No, 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 never mind. That's not true either. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just want to point out that when we started this conversation, uh, I told tip, is this the conversation of when you were playing tag on your roof with Julian? Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Chase was there too, because um, uh, mm-hmm. it was a Jackass Express meeting before there was a Jackass Express. We were just <laughs> little jackasses. Yeah, we were playing tag on my roof, and I thought to get away from Julian, who was quote unquote it, I was going to jump from the roof to the tree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't jump that be. far. I, I can't jump that far. Trees in the middle of the yard, roof kind of stops. Well, but you didn't know that then. No. And so I jumped from the roof to the cement porch beneath my house. Nice. And, uh, what'd you break? Surprisingly, I didn't break anything. I hurt. I hurt a lot. I, well, yeah, sprained some things and Mm -hmm. you know, it's it's just what I I think it's one of those things where it's, you know, a drunk person never gets hit in, in a car wreck, never gets hurt. Well, I didn't break any bones ever. 
Because he didn't do anything to try to prevent his fall. He just kind of assumed he was going to make the tree, so. Yeah. <laughs> when he hit the floor, it was like, it was, it was like, it's like well, I didn't expect this, but okay. <laughs> How much trouble just did you guys get in for that? Do you remember? What was that? How much trouble did you guys get into for that? I don't think I got in any trouble. I think my parents were kind of iffy on whether they should be concerned or not because like i said i went to the <laughs> er a lot let's go back to the fire station just in case so i think they were more concerned with that and i don't know i know chase didn't get in trouble i don't know if julian got in trouble or not because i don't know if my parents were like we can just sweep this under the rug or or what i mean their child's the one that got hurt not not my friends I guess Fair that's point. true. Yeah. So I'm I'm not exactly sure punishment wise. I know I didn't get punished. My dad told me, huh, not as good an idea as you thought, huh? And I was like, Yo, yeah. Apparently I can't fly, but you know, I think that was the extent of it. Was my dad I, telling me it wasn't a good idea. Yeah. Well, I mean I, I think I, used figured... to, I remember thinking my dad was gonna give me way more shit than he ever did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For stupid shit that I did. Um like, I started smoking cigarettes when I was 14, I think. Oh, yeah. thank God you said teen. Go on. And <laughs> I was able to keep it, quote unquote, hidden for like maybe two years. Mm-hmm. And then he found out somehow, I guess he saw me out and I didn't see him or whatever. Um, so he knew. And then in the house we were living in at the time, it had like a, a little solarium on the outside where yeah. we would go and hang out it was like our little room we had couches and stereos and shit like that out there uh and the other kids all my friends that smoked they would go out there and smoke whatever anyway um so i was always like man my dad can never find out that i smoke because he'll kill me he'll break my legs whatever he'll make me smoke 85 packs of cigarettes and make me sick uh just didn't want him to find out and then he was out working in the garage one day and i was like oh he's in the garage working on the car he's not going to see anything so i pop in the into the sunroom Mm-hmm. And I have a cigarette and then I'm going to go inside and he, he comes out and he's like, why you got to hide from me? Oh, I'm like, damn. I'm like what? I, I wasn't hiding. What do you, what do you mean? He's like, you don't have to hide. I know you smoke. Uh, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> and then I went in and I'm like, oh, I'm going to get it later. And nothing, yeah. nothing ever came of it. He didn't give a shit. I mean, I shouldn't say he didn't give a shit. Obviously, he cares because smoking's not good for you. And he knows that and blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. But I thought for sure he was going to tear me a new one. Nothing. Well, you know, I, I have a slimmer story. Um, I wasn't smoking at 14. I waited till the ripe old age of 16. Right. <laughs> but, like, I thought I was really careful. I only smoked with a couple of friends and we were always, like, well away from the house. Other side of town. Never smoked close to my parents' house. And I thought, yeah, there's no way they know. Right. And then one day I'm at my grandma's house and, you know, everyone in my family smokes. So they're all there talking. And my grandma's like, yeah, and I don't know why Tip doesn't smoke here. Everyone else does. And we all know he smokes. I was like, holy shit. How the hell does everybody know? (laughs) My grandma always knows, Tip. I I can see you sitting there going, shut up, grandma. (laughs) They don't know. And it was just like, I, I remember driving home and my mom saying, well, yeah, I mean, we know your friends and your family background, so it only makes sense that you smoke. And I was like, well, shit. 
<laughs> how See, like it's like there was another time call. and i thought for sure he was gonna fucking have me because i cost him um well what was the right 45 bucks at the time for an Ooh. ambulance one time um not for anything crazy um basically when i was like 16 or 17 uh, i had a girlfriend but she lived like two hour drive away Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would take my weekly allowance and I would buy a bus ticket and I would drive, get halfway there. And then she had an orthodontist in that same town. So normally I would meet her there and then get a ride to her place and spend the weekend. And then my cousins would drive me home and all that shit. Um, but for whatever reason, I, she wasn't there the one time. And I don't know if I knew that going in or not. Um, but I was like, nothing's going to stop me. You know, young love, nothing's going to stop me from seeing her. And so I took the bus, and I was like, shit, I don't have a ride there. And it's like an hour drive. I'm like, ah, I could walk it. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait. That's a completely different story. That had nothing to do with my dad. <laughs> you thought he was going to murder you for walking home? No, there was a different bucks? time where I had to walk. It was a 45-minute drive. I'll oh. get to that. Let me finish this one. Anyway, it had nothing to do with my dad. He didn't get mad at me. He didn't find out because I never told him. Um, but I ended up walking most of the way there it took me like seven hours to walk a one hour drive which i think was pretty good time especially considering i got i only got two rides the whole time because i wasn't actively hitchhiking i was just walking and if somebody pulled over then i would get in but that was it now now i've got to ask since you've done this why didn't they did they just say hey i'm going around the block do you need a ride to the end of the block or something like what no no okay this is like uh rural rural northern ontario um it's it's not a highway per se, but they call it a highway. Yeah. And it's just basically a straight shot from one town to the next. Okay. With a few corners. So, like, I would be walking on the side of the road. Yeah. And most people would just drive right past me, not even pay attention, because I wasn't turning around, put my thumb out. I was just walking. And yeah, then there was Canadians one guy that was as like... nice as we think they are. Well, there was one guy, he was, um, he was the organ driver. Like, he was the guy that would put the organs in the coolers and then drive them to the hospital. Oh, nice. Or wherever he was going with them. Uh, he picked <laughs> me up. <laughs> and he, there was, like, three coolers in the back, and I, I didn't... I, I'm, I regret now that I never asked him what was in them, but they were closed and strapped in, so I assumed that there was organs in that. Uh, that was a little creepy. No. So the time that my dad, I thought he was going to kill me, was actually, I, I used to go to a town that was... 45 minute drive away because my cousin lived there and I would spend the weekends uh, there drinking and partying and stuff. And my cousin worked at the same place my dad worked at and lived in the same town that I was visiting. Yeah. Um, so he would always, I would get up at like four in the morning and meet him on the corner and he, I would drive with him to, to the shop and then I would take the car back home and then get up and go to school. Yeah. So, there was a communication breakdown one time and my cousin never showed up, I guess because I never told him that I was visiting that weekend. Um, two cousins, by the way, just to clarify, yeah. I know that sounded confusing. Um, so I never told the one cousin that I was coming down so that he would have to drive me. And I called my mom in the morning. I'm like, Mike didn't pick me up. What am I supposed to do? And she's like, I don't fucking care. Get home. Oh, damn. <laughs> Figure it out. And I'm like, uh oh, mom's never swore at me before. She's pissed. Yeah. One of these days, I'm gonna knock her out. So I went upstairs <laughs> and I went to my aunt and I'm like, "Mom says I gotta get home." And she's like, uh, "She had just started driving at that point. Like she was still really nervous. Like she would do like, um, 
what is it in miles? But she would do 40 in an 80. Oh, jeez. Um, and in miles per hour, that's like 20 no, no, we, or something. We we can keep it at that. Uh, since Pat and I are Either both way, in Texas, she would the do speed like, limit in Texas is 80. Yeah, but 80 is what? One, uh, like 120 for you guys? 100 is 160. 100 is 160. So Wait, it's like math 130, here on the White House Anyway, regardless, <laughs> she would do like way under the speed <laughs> limit. Yeah. So um, she's like, well, I'm not going to drive you because I don't want to drive alone on the highway and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, great. Well, I guess I'm walking. And my aunt, who should have said, no, 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 we'll figure something else out, went, do you need any snacks? <laughs> and gave me a water bottle and some snacks and sent me off. So, so I tried walking and it was like middle of summer. So it was very hot, um, which, yes, it gets, you know, to us very hot anyway. What, what's, um, what's your very hot? I'm just curious. It, that day was probably 20 degrees. And I know you're going to be like, it's fucking cold. In Fahrenheit, it was probably 80, maybe 85. Hmm. That can be so kind I mean, of, that can be kind of warm. It's warm, but yeah, like warm. for Canadians, and that's then if you're fucking walking. hot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then there you go. Um, I, I like that you clarified for Canadians there. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> we, we we I mean <laughs> we I, have I to quick, know. I quickly ran out of water. Anyway, whatever. The whole thing took way too long, and at one point I stopped on the side of the road to get. Uh, there was like a a fresh stream, and I was like, oh cool, I can fill up my water bottle and stuff. And I got some water, and then I went and sat on the side of the road just for a minute. I was like, oh, just let me drink my water and catch up. And I guess I fell asleep. Oh, shoot. Or passed out from heat exhaustion, because the next thing I remember, I was surrounded by cars and people trying to give me sandwiches and juice. And CPS. And and then the ambulance was there, and I got taken to the hospital. And then my dad walked in the room, and it was at that point where I was like, oh, shit, he's going to kill me. And he was just like, why didn't you call me? Mm-hmm, what? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, well, I would have taken the day off and I would have come get you, or we would have figured something else. Why would you? Why would you fucking walk? Are you stupid? <laughs> but like, that was the extent of his anger. He was just like, "Are you dumb?" I, I've, I'm beginning to realize that dads maybe aren't as mean as everyone thinks they are. True. Because I, I think everyone can have this story where, like, oh, I was so afraid my dad was going to kill me, and oh no, he was like, "Dude, you're a dumbass. Let me help you out." So, yeah, yeah, basically. I mean, your son's probably going to have a different concept of dad since you already want to throw him out of the house and ring him by the neck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm sure as he ages, I'll calm down. But holy fuck right now. <laughs> I'm think, sure it's other stresses that are making it seem worse than it is. But my God, I think it's an endless cycle of realizing, you know, my kid is going to go through the same mistakes that I did. So I have to try to prevent as many of those mistakes as possible. But inevitably, they still make the mistakes. And then they grow up and then they feel sorry for their kid because they know the same <laughs> thing. So they try to stop them. But they feel almost like, well, I'm going to help this kid out no matter what happens. Because I did just as much stupid stuff as him. And now I got to pay for it. And and it just it's keeps true. continuing the cycle. Yeah. So my dad likes to throw in underhanded, like backhanded comments where <laughs> oh, you that's don't know dads. you don't know he's insulting you until like 20 minutes later like i had <laughs> broken up with this girl and i cared about this girl a lot and i was really upset about it my dad comes into my room and he's like well you know 
I didn't get married till I was 34 years old, blah, blah, blah. So even though you probably won't get married till you're 50, it's okay. It works out. And at first I was like, man, my dad's giving me some fatherly advice, this and that. And then he walks down and like, fuck, my dad's saying I'm going to be like alone till I'm 50. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good chance he's, never mind. Well, no, that's the I'm, worst. That, that after they walk away, you go, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, you son of a bitch. Which is actually another funny story. My dad called me a son of a bitch once in front of my mom. No, all the trouble <laughs> I, I was like in daily. went away. Really? Yeah. Well, oh fuck. My dad. I got called. I got called mouthpiece, stupid son of a bitch. Hey, you. A lot. Hmm. My, my dad. He. I never seem to have these problems. He called me <laughs> like, "Hey, you. What do you think?" Like he would get mad at me, angry with me. But he'd never called me a son of a bitch, especially in front of my mom. And he let it slip once in front of my mom. And my mom just immediately glazed over whatever it was I had done at the time Mm -hmm. and just started attacking my dad because he called me a son of a bitch. And not because he called me a son of a bitch, but because of the insult and implied on her. Huh. Yeah, it sounds like something that would that would trigger yeah, she took it quite literally. Yeah. <laughs> it's and like, wait a minute, most people use it just as a term of like, you know, you're an you asshole, know what? basically. She was kind of bitchy and attacking him. So, spot on, Dad, spot on. The irony. <laughs> you know, you seem to, you guys had all these issues going on when you were a kid. I don't seem to remember having these issues. It's like, I was, they called me, you know, Prince, and, and I was like yeah. a very kingly. I was like the Earl of. You of, were the uh, youngest of three boys. That might have oh, had Jesus something to do with Christ. It. Might have had something to do with it. That has everything to do with it. <laughs> I mean, it was like doors opened for me. I got all the sweets I ever wanted. I never had this many problems. Yes, I slammed the door in my dad's face a couple of times, but he <laughs> laughed instead <laughs> of instead of otherwise. So yeah, shit I mean, happens. Yeah, I guess that's true. Whenever now, I had a whenever I, I had I, a problem, I'd just call my grandmother and problem resolved. I, I do remember <laughs> that. Every time I wanted to hang out with Johnny, mm-hmm. I'd hang out with Pat at the same time and vice versa. Oh, I, I graced you with my presence, tip, please. I, I couldn't get like just one of the nicely brothers. I had to have both. It's true. That's, it's true. that's terrible. But you know, but then Tip took advantage of that because I think I remember carrying his cello home every day for from like second grade till you ended orchestra because you convinced me that carrying your cello was fun. And I yeah. thought I'm going to look cool if I carry this cello home. Greatest uh-huh. accomplishment ever. Convincing Pat carrying my cello is fun. And, and I mean, I can, I can understand being the younger sibling mm-hmm. and wanting to hang out with your older sibling and going, if that's what I have to do, then I'll do it. Well, it, but it's not like Johnny and Pat were that much apart. They yeah, were mean, like, like a year apart. So, I mean, yeah. we did almost everything together. And that's and, how I ran I into these guys because they're all a full year older than I am. But yeah, I'm, I'm not like saying, "Hey, I really hate that Pat had to hang out with me because I wanted to hang out with Johnny." Because truth be told, I think I'm better friends with Pat than I am with Johnny. Oh, Pat, get fucked, Johnny. I was the best Aww. man at Johnny's wedding, but Pat. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it, I mean, we've probably done a lot more. Uh, crazy things than Johnny would have put up with. Johnny, my brother, yeah. is very 
He's similar to me in the way we process information and handle situations. But when it comes to nonsense, he has a zero tolerance for nonsense. He is yeah, business Johnny's by the book. no nonsense. I mean, great guy. I love him to death. Yeah. But like Pat and I will do stupid things mm-hmm. and not realize it's stupid till it's done. Mm-hmm. And I can't do that with Johnny. So <laughs> he recognizes it right away. Like, no, 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 we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah. But you know, and you know, it's weird. He, it always comes across as, oh, Johnny has this all seen eye that he's wise beyond his years. No, it's just, he, he, he's very like, he can't be bothered to do anything. And if it requires him to put forth effort into doing something that it's probably not a good idea to do it anyway. So he just, won't that, do it. that's not what it is at all. What it is, is he looks and goes, well, Tip and Pat think this is fun. If the answer is yes, he doesn't want to do it because it's probably stupid and going to get him hurt. Most likely. Good mm. times. Good times. Sounds um, legit. So did I hear you earlier say that one of your kids has a peanut allergy? What? Yeah. No. Because you said something no, along the lines of just making the crack that... Yeah, it was like if something touched a peanut in the last six years, you can't bring it to school. Well, it's, oh. it's, it goes along that same vein, that hyper-reaction... To things like the Oscars, they recently had their nomination ceremony. So <laughs> I'm not going to say that I know who should have and shouldn't have been nominated because the only movie I've seen in the past two years is Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but like they had this hashtag Oscar so white, no minorities got nominated, blah, blah, blah for... Oh yeah, I heard about Maybe that. Maybe I'm missing something, but but I Ale- mean, what Alejandro what came out that would? I think the issue out was of that Compton. straight out of Compton. That's what I'm saying. There was one movie that came out that represented, and I think diversity. Beast of, I guess. No, yeah. Beast of No Nation came out. I've never even heard of it. It's on Netflix, and I fell asleep in the first five minutes. So hmm. oh yeah, but like they they kept a doing this attack spike lee's boycotting jada pika smith is boycotting oh they don't have any minorities best director the nominee is alejandro gonzalez i'm not even gonna attempt his last name <laughs> I'm a, <laughs> but i'm, I'm so is it the just that there was no like, black people nominated is that the problem uh, that's the problem is that no black people are nominated well you can't call it no minorities if fucking alejandro yeah and clearly I, he's a minority Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like, maybe I'm not understanding the whole issue here, all the strife. I mean, that's probably fair. But it's to say that. But it seems like it's just this hyper reaction, like, yeah. oh look, this guy got nominated for best actor, but the guy that was portraying portraying Dr. Dre and Straight Outta Compton didn't. Maybe the wasn't that like his kid? I have no idea. I have. I know. I know a couple of the actors in uh, Straight Outta Compton were the actual rappers' kids. Hmm. Maybe because the guy I know. Played a, I know for a fact a, a couple like of him. them were. I don't know if they all were, but I know I'm. I think Ice T was one of them. It's like his son plays. Him. You know what? Ice T. It's not Ice T. It's Ice Cube. I'm sorry. Ice T's on Lawn right. for you. But it is because Ice Cube's real name's O'Shea Jackson, mm-hmm. and his son plays him. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't know about that, but I do know that Star Wars was uh, nominated for sound editing. Yes. Also for film editing. 
Yes. Also for original score. Yes. Should have been nominated for Best Picture, Best Actor, Best Actress. I for it should have just been should have just well, best been, actress maybe best support no best leading actress i guess would have been a good one for star wars yeah for ray yeah visual yes. effects yeah i guess visual effects they're nominated for also for i think that's it okay there yeah. we go should and win all those categories you know they could have solved two birds with one stone finn could have gotten best actor so all the nerds would have been happy and jada pinkett smith would have been happy <laughs> Oh man! Even though the entire movie, the only two people I wanted to see die were Finn and Kylo Ren, because yeah, they, they were both just like pansies about everything. Yes, yeah. Kylo was definitely very um, Anakin, Anakin Skywalker. Skywalker. Yeah, you know, yeah. Episode Two. Yes, yes. Very fucking whiny. And but you Finn, know what is Finn I was think, borderline go. Jar Jar. Yeah. Oh, jeez, Tip, please. Ouch. Yeah, he. You I know, don't know I that he was that to, bad. I have to agree with Tip. He was borderline too much. He was just under the wire of being too over the top for me to take him seriously. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, he was okay. Now, Kylo, I agree 100%. I think, and my brother made a really good argument about this, uh, that he was still immature like Anakin was. So he hasn't quite understood how to. Yeah. But there's, it's, it's one thing to convey immaturity. It's another thing to convey a whiny fucking baby. Yes. And you can be immature without fucking whining about it. Yeah. I mean, look at the three of us. I mean, we all had those. Touche, Mr. Bambrook. Touche. Well Um, played, sir. Well played. The, um, but you know, did you guys watch the SNL skit with um, with with uh, the whole Kylo Ren skit thing, where no. it's like undercover boss? Mm-mm. You didn't see no. it? Oh my goodness! Okay, <laughs> you need undercover boss. That sounds incredible. It, <laughs> it it's fantastic. We'll have to put it into link dump. But Adam Driver basically like portrays Kylo Ren in that kind of context of like, now I have to go undercover and see if these people really respect me, and I don't want to give away too much of it. But the way he treats his character in Star Wars kind of makes me like him a little bit more in the movie because he it's like he understands that there is a genuine immaturity to Kylo Ren that needs to be addressed. Can I just say that your little impression of Kylo right there uh-huh. reminded me of Ed, Eddie Izzard's Death Star Canteen? <laughs> Go under undercover. Have you ever heard that? No, I have. I have not. Oh my god! Look Whoa. up Eddie Izzard Death Star Canteen. It's fucking incredible. Eddie is it okay? Do you know who I am? <laughs> Steve Vader. It's fucking brilliant. So I can I've, I can do this. I've got a serious question. What has happened to the music industry in the past week, week and a half? Dude, I was gonna lead with this, but then we just got it it goes back further than that. Well the last yes. couple weeks have been harder. Because there have they have been um, more together. in the limelight, yeah. but I I actually have a list of people um, who heavily influenced me uh, yeah. at the very least, and they're they're very notable figures. Going back to last year, and I'm going to run through that. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> so what we're talking about is celebrity deaths. Obviously, um, there was a big one that happened recently, which I'm going to mention last because to me that was most the most important one. Um, but I'm going to run through a couple, and if you guys have any that, that you remember passing away uh, either late last year or early this year, feel free to throw them in, but I'm going to start here. Uh, so first off, uh, Natalie Cole, 
who's the daughter of Nat King Cole. Yes. No. Phenomenal singer. Um, and then Wayne Rogers, who played Trapper John in MASH. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and MASH is near and dear to me because it was my dad's favorite sitcom ever. Um, and him and my grandfather, that was like one of the things that they bonded over yeah. heavily. Uh, so I've, I've watched almost every episode several times. Um, <clears throat> so that was a pretty bad one. Uh, and then we got uh, Wes Craven. Oh, I didn't know. Very, very, very big loss in the, the, you know, the horror genre. And I had no idea Wes Craven died. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And then we have, obviously, Leonard Nimoy. Yep. Who is a huge influence to anybody, really. Yep. Uh, And and the thing that made Leonard Nimoy hard for me was when he died, the day, he either died the day of or the day before we buried my grandpa. Oh, so like I found out Leonard Nimoy died at my grandpa's funeral. <laughs> Did you hear what um the Canadian people were doing to our $5 bills? No. <laughs> you can look this up. I'll link to it in the link dump as well. Um the Canadians started doing what's called spocking their $5 bills. So if you look up a picture of the Canadian $5 bill, um I believe it's Sir Wilfrid Laurier on it. Anyway, um they started oh, uh, yes. drawing on with magic marker. They would draw like Spock's black hair and his pointy ears on that face. Yep. Oh uh, my goodness. <laughs> this one even has the little insignia. Yeah, it was happening a lot. <laughs> um, so <laughs> oh, so Leonard Nimoy was a big one, obviously. Yep. Uh, so going back to the list. And this next one, I, I want to know if you guys know just by the name. Mm-hmm. Yvonne Craig. No, I can't say that I do. I have no idea. (sighs) It's Batgirl from the Adam West uh, Batman series. Yeah. Okay. Well, hmm. Um, that one's only only big to me because she was the first person I ever saw on TV that I was like, she's beautiful. See, I typed in Yvonne Craig, but me thinking Russian, I typed in Ivan Craig. I did uh, too. Yeah, no. I did too. No. Y V O N N E. Yeah, this this is not the same person, but he was Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. And oh, he was well, married to a princess, so there we go. Well there, there you go. Continue the list of death. death. So <laughs> I have four more names, and okay. they're all from the music world. Mm-hmm. Um Scott Weiland. Yep. Of the lead singer of Stone Temple Pilots and Velvet Revolver, which was basically the original GNR minus Axel. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, which I want to go back to that as well because there's something with that. Anyway, uh, and then Lemmy. Lemmy yeah, is a big Lemmy, one. Um, lead Lemmy singer and bassist me, of Motorhead. Mm-hmm. Hit me mm-hmm. hard. Now, oddly enough, I listen to a lot of classic heavy metal, uh, Metallica, Megadeth, Ozzy, yeah. um, you know, all the the classics. It, Motorhead never never stuck with me. I don't know. I wasn't. I, I was a big wrestling fan growing up. And oh, okay. Lemmy did Triple H's theme song. Yes, he did. I think two or three times. Yeah. So hmm. I knew him from that, and then I knew him from Ace of Spades. And yeah. <laughs> when I found out he had died, I was driving back to Dallas from El Paso, and the only thing I did, I listened to Ace of Spades for like an hour, just on repeat. I think that's what most people did, and I guess that was their most popular song, because that's like... Any tributes that I've seen to Lemmy is like, oh, look, I did a cover of Ace of Spades. I'm like, really? Like, I think Motorhead's catalog was bigger than that song. It's big, and they have a lot of albums, but Ace of Spades is the only one that's worth shit. 
<laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and then uh, uh, so the last two names I have, obviously, the Starman, David Bowie. Yep. Oh yes. Um, the horrible, horrible loss. I mean, but I mean, cancer, right? Nothing you can do about yeah. it. Yeah. And then the last on my list is the one that was most recent that happened, and it was one of the founding members of the Eagles, Mr. Yep. Glenn Frey. Yes. And that one to me, probably the biggest, the hardest one to take. And yep. I don't usually take celebrity deaths hard because I didn't fucking know them. Mm-hmm. But a, a big chunk of the Eagles, like that's that's hard to take for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you left out Grizzly Adams. Oh, uh, there's a lot. I believe me. I spent about an hour before the podcast looking at a site. But no. what 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 gets me is, and we're gonna start this now on why did ask for? Because I understand there's a hashtag thing that happens. But let's just do hashtag fuck cancer. Yes, <laughs> I think that's a very good hashtag that's, for everybody. Uh, yeah, yeah. And and like I say that because that's something. My cousin and I said, we'll start saying about Thanksgiving, November 2014, because mm-hmm. that's when our grandfather was officially diagnosed with cancer. Oh. And then February 2015, he he died. Oh. And we weren't we weren't saying, I want to clarify, my cousin and I aren't douches. We weren't saying hashtag fuck cancer. We were just saying cancer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a movement that's done out of like, you know, honoring yeah. or something. It's, it's kind of like when you do a, a vigil. I think that's how people kind of cope with pain nowadays. They hashtag everything. Yeah. And, yeah. and but, yeah, but, I guess, what I'm, but what I'm getting at is all these people, a majority of them on, on Dan's list, mm-hmm. they all died of cancer. And yeah. like, I can name two for sure, probably more. That I had no idea they had cancer until they died. May like, mm-hmm. like David Bowie, I had no idea. Okay. Lemmy, no clue. And it's, it's, I, <clears throat> I sadly thought that Lemmy would die soon. Um, when late last year there was there was a couple of tour dates that I I saw because I I follow um, Blabbermouth, yeah. which is like music news. Um, they posted something about Lemmy having to postpone shows because of, uh, at the time they said it was something to do with his throat. Yeah. But I was like, that motherfucker has not stopped partying <laughs> in like 50 years. Exactly. Like I always think every year. Oh, I'm going to this- guess. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to guess there might be something more to it. And then. Something else came out shortly after that. It was like something else got canceled with Motorhead. And I was like, uh-oh. Yeah. That's not good. Like, I didn't know he had cancer, but it was just like there was updates about Lemmy's health coming out way too often. And I was like, man, yep. people are concerned like something's going to happen. Yeah. So I wasn't it's... too surprised by it, but. Well, something. Well, it's it's like you said, every year I think this is the year Lemmy's going to die. Because, I mean, how long can you party that hard? Yeah. It's yeah. just like I think to myself every year, this is the year we find out Ozzy dies. Don't you start. Man. 2016 well, has not started we... out well for, for British musicians. Let's not. Before we move not... on, before yeah. we move on, I also want to mention a couple of people that, of course, there's Alan Rickman who just passed oh, away. Oh, yeah. Very yeah, super absolutely. depressing because he also died of cancer. 
But the, and I will get back to him as well, but the one that I want to point out because I think he got lost in the flood of all the people who are dying, which by the way is probably going to be an hour long segment of the Oscars now, is Mm -hmm. David Margulis. And I'm not sure if people know him, but he was the mayor in the movie Ghostbusters. Yes. And to to me personally, this is just like, you realize you're definitely a lot older because that guy is always been around and it's every time i watch my favorite movie that guy was quintessential to it and it's so sad to see that he passed away he was a, well he, yeah, he was in that, a lot more than just ghostbusters I well mean, i know but he's a broadway actor did he was in job. nine he was in ghostbusters 2 ace ventura um oh no shit was he the landlord yes in ace ventura yes he was the landlord <laughs> mr shickadance yep damn okay i know who you're talking about He's, I just assumed that dude was dead a long time ago. <laughs> just that, because of just because of like the fucking hacking that he does in uh, in um, Ace Ventura. Yeah, and it is just, it just goes to show you like I can remember Ace Ventura coming out and seeing it in theaters mm-hmm. and thinking, man, if my parents ever find out I came to a PG thirteen movie. <laughs> they'll ask you tip you're 17 why are you worried about sneaking into a pg-13 movie <laughs> oh good just kidding buddy that's a good yeah. way to bring it so yeah. there's a couple more things i want to get into and i don't know how long we're gonna go we're almost at time now but if the conversation's flowing why not yeah, keep it going right exactly um so i wanted to ask you guys about this netflix phenomenon that's been going on mm-hmm, called mm-hmm. making a murderer Yes. Have you guys watched it? No, but I have read everything that's on CNN.com. I have okay, not throw seen everything it. that you've read on CNN out the window. Okay. Because fuck CNN. They're almost as bad as Fox. They're the ones that aren't blocked at work. Oh, well, fair enough. I would recommend watching it. Um, and forming your own opinions. Obviously, I think uh, without going into spoiler territory, which I guess it's not really spoiler territory because you can Google it and find out the whole real story. Uh, but it's a documentary that follows um, this fella. And it starts off with uh, he was wrongfully accused for in a rape case in 1985. Mm-hmm. And yes. he spent 18 years in jail for a crime he didn't do. And in the very first episode, they go through all of that. They go through the whole case and the horrible lack of evidence and mishandling of evidence. And, oh, my fucking God, how does the American justice system survive with this kind of shit going on in it? It just Um, because everything is so fucked up, they don't know where to start dismantling. If, like I said, I don't know, I'm I'm firmly on the side that. This man was not given a fair shake at all mm-hmm. okay. through any of this. Uh, and again, not to get too spoilery, but basically he gets out and then two years later he's back in jail for something else that he possibly did or didn't do. Um, and I think it's total bullshit. I think it's it's the the sheriff at the time in the county that just had something against his family or him personally. And I know that so sounds like really shitty and it sounds blood like... blood feud. Sort of. It, I'm gonna have to watch it. I it's mean, it's it's really hard to talk about without spoiling anything. Yeah, but I would recommend watching it. It's very it, it at the very least it makes you think, and from 
from my standpoint, sitting in a different country and watching your legal system in action, I think he was failed not once, um, but twice he was let down by your system. Well, it just, it's, it just, it just, it's crazy. I don't understand it. The problem with our system, and I don't know if it's the same in other countries. I don't know how other countries work. I mean, Mexico is pretty corrupt. I mean, Mm -hmm. they threw El Chapo back in the jail he broke out of. Mm -hmm. Not the smartest thing, right? Wow. But I think, I, I think in America, our system is too political. Just on with everything, it could be police avoiding prosecution, it could be over prosecution in this city or whatever. It's, I think, it's just too political and too publicized. You know, I shouldn't know that so and so got a DWI by looking it up on the news website. And that yeah. was that was my favorite pastime for a long time was I'd go on the news website for El Paso and I'd count how many people I went to high school with that got DWIs. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh yeah, Yo, oh I know her. And and it was just one of those things. And I think in America we're so focused on the gotcha aspect, but at the same time we have well, to be and, politically correct. Yeah, and there's a line in the documentary from a newscaster. That she says, well, murder is hot right now, so why wouldn't we cover this as much as we could? Yeah. I'm like, are you, listen to yourself. And and I'm not saying ignore crime. Crime is important. It's important to me to know. No, but again. It's important for me to know not, where not to live. Yeah, and again, without watching it, you don't, without watching it, you don't quite know what I'm talking about, but like. Basically, in this dude's second trial, if the media had just backed the fuck off until, you know, trial coverage was set to go, I think he would have had a better chance. His defense would have been easier. But what the media had done from even before he went to pretrial was paint him as a monster and and he's guilty and he did it absolutely he did it before the jury was before they decided they were going to a fucking trial we have a problem in this country excuse me where we'll convict someone in the court of public opinion Mm -hmm. and then send them to trial and say hey everyone's guilty until or everyone's innocent until proven guilty wink wink yeah and it's it's just like you know how OJ got off with killing his wife and her boyfriend is beyond me. Mm, yeah, well, but I mean, that's a the, whole... At the same time, it's like, hey, um, I'm just going to... Joe Blow over there, you know, he's a known drug dealer and he's been in trouble with the law and he beat up so-and-so and it's not so much of a stretch to think he ran that red light, right? But he's innocent yeah. until we prove it. Yeah. So it, it's just the way we cover it. Not like I don't know if how it's covered in other countries. Mm-hmm. I assume in countries like it's just Iran as bad and here. Af- yeah. Well, uh, well, it's like I assume in in Russia and Afghanistan, it's just like oh he's guilty, and then they don't talk about it. So when the guy gets off, no one knows. Yeah. Because public opinion's already 
said, yeah, he's he's against the Kremlin, so he's guilty. Yeah. yeah. Ignore him. He doesn't exist anymore. But we're just we want the shock. We want the entertainment value. And we ignore the fact that it's people's lives. Well, I know. And that's, that's, it, I, I don't know. I can't get into it uh, without you guys seeing it. So homework, if you can <laughs> watch it. Okay. Uh, and then we'll potentially discuss it next week or the week after however long it takes you guys. It's 10 episodes. Each episode's about an hour. So you get 10 hours of watching. Something that um, I wanted to mention in all that just real quickly, and I've heard this, mm-hmm. uh, Gus discussing it on the Rooster Teeth podcast, so I'm assuming he felt it wasn't spoilerish, is that apparently the person leading the investigation on the person in question uh, was being sued by him as well. And yes. that the, he felt like the, the part where it fell apart was that there's no way that the people that he was suing should have been allowed to be in charge of the investigation because there was a conflict well, of and, interest. And here, but here's the, they, they weren't in charge of it. Oh. They they brought in a neighboring county mm-hmm. yep. to lead the investigation. However, that didn't mean a goddamn thing. The people from the county that they were in, who were part of the lawsuit, still went in and did shit. Like, probably what Gus is saying is that okay, so Buddy gets out of jail, and he's just like, he's a very simple dude, and he's just like, hey, I'm just happy to be out of jail, and like, it's fucked up that. You know, I spent 18 years in there, but, you know, hey, the system works. I was innocent and I finally proved it. Yeah. Uh, And then through speaking to various lawyers, they were like, hey, you should really, you know, you should do something like you you were wrongfully accused and you you lost 18 years. Like, at least try and get some recompense of some sort. Like, you, you know, financially, you should be able to get. So it it started off as like a $36 million lawsuit against something. And right away, the media was like, oh, he's just trying to get money out of him. Um which kind of fucked him over. But anyway, yeah. um, whilst in the middle of trying to get all this this crap with trying to get some sort of compensation, um, he was up for, I think it was $450,000, um, which he was fighting for. And he had, yeah, the, the there was two guys that were, I don't, dip, I don't know the word. <laughs> they had a deposition. They were deposed. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Yes, so I they know were that deposed, word, and I don't know why. <laughs> so they were brought in to be questioned for this whole thing, and so, um, Mister this guy Stephen Avery, um, all of a sudden, um, a girl goes missing, and the last place that she was seen was on Mister Avery's property. So, oh, he must have done it, and they pick him up. Yeah, and. The first thing that the court said was these two fucks who were deposed and therefore your entire um, police system should not be involved in this investigation because it's it's conflict of interest. So they're like, okay, we'll bring in this neighboring thing um, and they're going to take the lead. But those officers were still on the property, still doing searches. Um, they, this one guy, he was the one that found two or three key pieces of evidence on the seventh search of the property. And it's just, there's, there's so many little bits and pieces like that. It's like, it makes it look like they were going to, this is the dude that was getting shit on. Like, look, you fucking arrested the wrong person. I'm coming after your department for money. 
And then, oh, well, fuck you. We're going to get you back in jail and we're going to screw you over. And I was like, the, his whole defense for, for this murder trial was that the police are framing him. Yeah. And if you watch it, again, you form your own opinions and you might disagree with me, you might not, whatever, you know, difference of opinion, you're entitled to yours, I'm entitled to mine. Mm-hmm. But my God, he was fucking railroaded hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it was just, I don't know, it's unbelievable. I, I would recommend watching it anyway, like I said, at the very least, it makes you think. Um, that's That's all I can say, really. No, and that's yeah. that, that, that's that's awesome because now I'm intrigued. I want to go watch it because I'm really curious to see th- where all this is coming from, and I've heard yeah. really good things about it. Now, but it's it's great, but at the same time, I you know you got to kind of take it with a grain of salt in the sense that it is a documentary following this guy, so maybe it's edited in a way that makes him seem like a better person than he is, and maybe he did do the crime. You know, I don't know, but the facts of the case. If I was on that jury, there's no way I could find him guilty. There was another, um, I guess you could say movie, documentary series. It was on HBO last year about, uh, I can't even think of the guy's name. They Are you talking think, about the Jinx? Yes, the Jinx. Yes. But when you see like his stuff, the documentary is like, focused on him and following him. Mm-hmm. But like the way when I watch it, it's kind of like, yeah, this guy did it. There's no doubt in my mind that he's guilty of anything they say he's guilty of. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it has to do with editing. I think it just has to do with sometimes you get feelings about a person. Yeah. And you you just know right away. And for whatever reason, they're right, they're wrong. More often than not, your gut feeling's right. Where it's like Dan came on Jackass Express podcast, and I thought, Dan's a pretty cool guy. I'd like to talk to him more. (laughs) Now I'm here. At the same time, at work, this guy had just started. He's managing this other area of the company I work for, and he walked into my office, and he wanted me to get him a screw gun. Hmm. And I said... Well, first I was like, what the hell are you talking about? He's like, I need a screw gun. I was like, okay, whatever, I'll, I'll get it. I, I figured out he wanted a, one of those, uh, a drill with the screwdriver attached uh-huh. and everything. Figured yeah. out that's what he wanted. But I was telling my counterpart, I was like, dude, I don't like him. And he's like, well, why? I was like, well, he wanted a screw gun. He's, something's wrong. I don't like him. He's a bad person. Whatever. That was yeah. my only interaction with the guy up until that point was him asking me for something and I didn't like the word he used. Hmm. About a month later, we decide, hey, we need to get to know this department better because, I mean, we're in purchasing and we're not buying them stuff because they aren't sending us wrecks. So we set up this whole party to get to know them better and they can say, hey, these are the guys you need to talk to if you need something. And he didn't tell any of his employees. He showed up by himself. And I was like, I told you, I didn't like this fucker. Wow. And it's just, sometimes you get that feeling about people where it's like, hey, you're you're a douchebag. Hey, you take things too seriously. And hey, you don't take them seriously enough. So. I mean, I've read things that are like, oh, there's been studies that you, you know whether or not you like someone within the first 
I don't know, seven seconds of meeting them or something. And I'm like, bullshit. But I guess. How long? I mean, does I guess say, it's true. How long does screw gun take to say? Because <laughs> I knew right then. <laughs> so I, I have a I have an interesting kind of tangent style question before we okay. deviate too far away from uh, the movies. Uh oh, what is this? Okay, I, I'll be putting this into linked up. It's an image with a question, a serious oh, yeah. question. <laughs> you put that up, yeah. Does Kylo Ren look like Mr. Coffee? Because I was making uh, so, sort of. I, I was making coffee today, and I and I was it hit me that it looked just like Kylo Ren's mask, and I'm thinking. I wonder if when they were developing the movie, people thought, we need a name for this guy. We need a look for this guy. We can't figure it out. And then someone in their coffee-induced haze went to the boiler and was like, guys, guys, I have the perfect idea. Alternatively, <laughs> click on that link. Now, this is the Twitter yes. pro- uh, profile so for Emo Kylo Ren. Um, but no, you <laughs> open it up and look at the, the top post. It's, it was posted 10 hours ago. It's a picture Emo of a cat. The cat. The cat. I've heard it's about this It's a picture of a cat. cat that says, I don't see it. But look at his profile picture and then look at the cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's so <Yes>. perfect. <laughs> and this is, Shu and I were talking about this, um, not last week, but the week before, about how perfect this fucking Twitter account is. Go follow it. Um, I'll link to it in the description. Or in the link dump, not the description. Um, but yeah, I, I, I saw that today and I was like, Oh, it's another one fucking nail on the head. There's <laughs> another movie character that looks more closely Cylon from battle scar. Uh, words did not come out of my mouth right there. The Cylons from Battlestar Galactica look more like the Mr. Coffee. Well, I mean, I, I wonder how many, how many villains or how many characters have been like inspired by everyday household things. Like, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure it happens all the time. Like I bet you, there's a old-fashioned, like '50s-style television antenna that Darth Vader was kind of based well, out where, of. Where do you think the brave little toaster came from? Ah, touche. <laughs> well played. Well played. So, all right, guys. Well, yep. I don't on. know if you have anything else you want to throw out there. We're gonna do that now. We're gonna start. I'm gonna up. send this picture, and you guys can tell me if it looks. Well, hold on. Yeah, it's going to be about halfway down after the blonde. Oh, boy. Okay. It's, it's a safe website. It's safe for work. I, I don't. Where's the link? It's, oh, here we go. Yeah. But it's it's that looks more like Pat's Mr. Coffee. Mm, um, right after the blonde. That looks more like a toaster mm, oven. In my opinion. It looks more like the Punisher. The Cylon, right? Yeah, the Cylon. Yeah. The silver oh. one. The Cylon. Oh, are you talking about the second Cylon war? That yes. picture? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. I could see it. Yeah. I can see that. That's uh that's Mr. Coffee. Hmm. I guess there we'll leave go. it up for our listeners to decide. <laughs> the Cylons are Mr. Coffee. Would you so that Cylon? that could be an interesting thing to go along with fuck cancer hashtag. If you guys have a Twitter account, post what you think looks like a Mr. Coffee with hashtag fuck cancer. And mm-hmm. I think it'd be kind of cool. 
Okay, be real with you. <laughs> We're gonna fuck that hashtag over. <laughs> it's gonna be nothing but pictures of coffee be pots. Flooded with fucking toasters and Cylons. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't think White had asked for quite understood what we're going for here. We're just gonna ban them from all of Twitter together for their own. I would good. say I would say if you really want to get on Fuzz's nerves, mm-hmm. um, since she's not gonna be around as much, and you're not gonna be hear, hearing from her as much on our end, um, she does run our social media. So if you have something like that, uh, be sure to include like tweet it at at White had asked for, just so that she'll get the notifications. I think yeah. it'd be beautiful. We should also mention that um, Recess has been doing a tremendous job, and uh, we're very mm. proud of Shua and uh, Fuzz for headlining that over there. Make sure you guys give them a listen. Go to our YouTube page at youtube.com slash why did ask for, or, or Google us. <gasps> easier. Does to that see. work now? Well, it should. Know. And if it doesn't, Do we it's have youtube.com slash why did ask for? Because well, we didn't when we had the... Well, let's... Uh, hang on. Hold I'm, on. I'm checking out right now. Oh, my gosh. Typically, that's how you use a URL. Nope. <laughs> Go to Google and look for the Why Did Ask For YouTube channel, which will also be linked in the link down here. And, you know, it's uh, funny because last week I kept uh, sending people to whydidaskfor.com. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, and now I, Patrick's I, sending them to a YouTube link that doesn't work. I fixed that, by the way. In the editing, I fixed it, and it was glorious. Yeah, you did. Yes. You definitely did. Oh, so, I appreciated that. Of course. Because yeah. I was... I was, although I wasn't on the podcast last week, I was sitting in TeamSpeak listening. Yes. Um, I was just working through some personal shit. Um, basically, I don't have any money coming into the house anymore, so I was very focused on, you know, really trying to get a job and shit like that. So I didn't think that I, I didn't feel like I could be here. But anyway, I was sitting and Come I on, just Dan. kept typing to we Pat like, you- please. Please stop mentioning the website. Please stop mentioning the link. Because, I mean, you can go there, but it's just going to take you to a parked website. That's mm-hmm. we okay. do, We do own the domain name. We just haven't gotten that far yet. Someday, com will exist, and you can go there and get all our products from there. But right now, it's just going to take you to a parked website, so don't bother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you should go to twitter.com slash for That one works. That one does work, yes. It's always worked, absolutely. Well, and apparently I think that... we have a Vine. Yes, we do. Yeah, we have a Vine account. We have Instagram. Although, I don't know that the Instagram gets used anymore because I don't post on it. All those things the kids have nowadays, we're, we're, we're hip with it. We have a Snapchat account, but none of us, not even Amber, really know how to fucking use it. Yes, it's Whoa. just there for... So <laughs> We're there to challenge ourselves to learn how to use Snapchat. We're determined, and once we do, it'll be glorious. Do we have yeah. one of those uh, telescopes? Is that what it's called? Telescope? Periscope? Periscopes? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah wow. We, we got everything. Yes. We made a point when we rebranded from our last name to this one to get as many things as we could in our name just to say that we had them. Mm-hmm. Although we didn't, quite, we didn't quite go for the MySpace page. Apparently, that wasn't a good thing. <laughs> so we backed off the MySpace page pretty quickly. You know, yeah. Grandmaster when, Flash Drew's not going to premiere on the Why Did Ask For MySpace page. I'm sorry. I everybody. found out that Tom from MySpace now has a Facebook. Really? Yeah. And it pisses me off. Is he friends with everybody? I don't know because I'm not on Facebook. Pat? Hmm. It's possible. He might be. He might. But I'm sure that if he was, he'd feel betrayed or everybody would feel betrayed by him being on Facebook. So, uh, 
I mean, I'm personally upset because I was his friend on MySpace. So so was I. I knew him in real life. That cuts deep. Right? And it was family. He goes and makes a new profile somewhere else and just forgets all his friends. Like, Yeah. I'm going to say it, Tom. You're a dick. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. Hashtag Tom's a dick. Next to hashtag... Kyler Ren's a toaster. Just, just don't misspell that one and put in hashtag Tom's dick because, <laughs> well, I mean, you don't want to go there. Yeah. Remember the A. I mean, unless you do, and that, that's that's your thing, but. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, we're starting to get weird. Yeah. It's late at night. <laughs> the kids aren't here. Drink too much scotch. It's time for the yeah. adults to go to bed. It yep. happens. So uh, I want to thank everybody for joining us. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in and putting up with our bullshit for almost an hour and a half and hopefully we made you ask why did ask for why did and go to society6.com slash why did ask for oh that's right you uh go to our store buy some shit yes yep. that's it watch Coffee the video a bunch of times okay all right that's it bye Bye. lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.